Hello, hello, hello. This is Self-Discovery with Survivor Empower Life Coach Financial. I am your host, Alicia. I am a certified life coach and an accountant. I am certified in Connecticut to assist with individuals in an act of domestic violence and a sexual assault situation. I am also a survivor of domestic violence myself. Self-discovery is here to assist survivors in rediscovering themselves through my podcast with relevant topic where we discuss how, why, and various solutions. Before we get started, I want you to get your notebook, journal, or paper, pencil, and I want you to write down what resonates with you. Tonight, we're going to talk about healing. As I analyze healing and talking to a variety of my clients and getting their feedback and as I go through the journey with them, whether it be a domestic violence situation or just moving from a a relationship or just changing different things in life. When there's trauma involved, I have thought about it for a long time and I came to the conclusion that healing has three parts to it. There's three phases. Phase one is all about self-preservation. That's when you have identified that you're in a bad situation and you need to get out. That's when it finally clicks that this relationship, whether it be employer, employee, family member, friends, that this relationship is very toxic. It is sucking the life out of you. It is draining your energy. It is draining so much you don't you are not able to recoup. So you're always mentally, emotionally, and physically exhausted. And you wonder why your health is diminishing. Your mental state is going down. Because the situation, the environment that you're in does not serve you at all. Whatever that situation is, look like for you, it looks different for everyone else. But that's phase one. And in phase one, once you make that decision that you need to get out, that's where you start the process of legal action if it's needed. Financial, emotional, physical, because if it's an employer, you need to find a new job. If it's the intimate person, you need to walk away, but you need to walk away knowing that you're going to be safe. Depends on the kind of relationship you have with this person. If it's family member and they provide support for you, you need to stop and think, is this a support that you need? So you need to plan. You just don't get up and walk away. Some people do it and it works for them. Some people require thought, intentional You need to plan. You need to set goals. You need to figure it out. When can I leave? How can I leave? What do I need to leave? 
and so many more questions. I'm not going to get deep in it tonight, but I'm just going to touch on each phase a little bit so you see where I'm coming, so you can think about it. Now, phase one rolls into phase two, and when it rolls into phase two, this is where you have pretty much established all the legal boundary, all the financial boundary, whether it be child support has been established, if there's children involved, spousal, spousal support have been established, financial arrangement, house of sold, apartment, whatever it is, cars have been split, um, assets have been split down the middle, or we walk away with empty hand, both of us, if there's no kids and no assets involved, we walk away and we have cut all physical and financial ties from each other. However, in phase one, the emotional aspect of it doesn't automatically deplete at that point. You're still on self-preservation. And this is where self-preservation still continues because that's what brings you to the point where you want to leap. The will to live, the will to survive. Now you're in you're also working self-advocate at this point. Where you advocating for yourself, you advocate for the things you need and the things you want, the things you desire. Where if it's new employment, you get a better job because you realize this place didn't work for you. So now you know what doesn't work for you and the things you need to be successful. Same thing apply for relationships, same thing apply for family members or whoever it is. Over than that space that you have just removed, you now know what you shouldn't be looking at. And therefore, you need to establish boundaries, foundation, establish new support system. All these things, this is all about you advocating for yourself. This is phase two. You have cut all legal financial ties from this person or set up the financial ties legally. So you don't have to deal with this person anymore. And you start working on yourself through coaching, through therapy, um, everything that you can physically do, emotionally, mentally do to improve who you are through leveled up. That's phase two. Phase three is where if there was children involved, all financial obligation is now depleted. The kids are up age, they're out of school, you and this person have pretty much have a civilized relationship if you're able to even have that. Once again, depends how toxic this relationship was. Um, as far as employer-employee, you have moved on to bigger and better things. Family members who have been wrong to you, you have moved on past them. Either you have mended, but you now know the do's and don'ts for this individual. Because you have established the boundaries, you have maintained the boundary, and you have went to therapy and worked with your life coach to establish these goals and to make these moves. At this point, your emotional state, you're no longer in love with this person if you're with an intimate relationship, and you no longer hate this person because... To say, I don't love them, I hate them, it's just as bad. That's emotional. And that means they still have control over you. When that emotion is flat, 
and you can acknowledge them for whatever value they might have brought in your life at some point in time, if they did bring value, and not be uncomfortable in the space with them if they're not physically abusive and the space was not going in that direction. And you can be in that same space with them and feel good about yourself, exude who you are. Three, also a part of it is embracing yourself, embracing, loving yourself from head to toe, appreciating all the steps and all the things you have went through and how you came out of it and all your achievement, honoring yourself, loving yourself. That's all about phase three. Healing, um, it varies for everyone. I can tell you the three phase, but I can't tell you the length of each phase because it varies. From working with my various client, what I can say is that each person knows when they cross over in the next phase. It's something that just happens automatically. You start out intentional, but as you work, it becomes natural to move in that direction. So I want you to think about it. Have you started your healing process yet? And where are you in your healing process and journey? And at any point in that process, if you feel you need to speak to a therapy, get one. Get one. It's important. If you need a life coach at any point in time, get one. Life coach and therapy can work hand in hand together. I've worked with many clients who have had therapy and, you know, I speak to a therapist and never feel that the healing process needs to be erased. It's not a race. It's your life. Self-preservation, self-advocate. It's your life. And so therefore, it's worth the time to take your time and be patient with yourself and nurture yourself through this process and surround yourself with the right people who's going to help nurture you and uplift you and guide you and see the potential in yourself. But remember, you have to see it first. So we will discuss healing more in future episode, but I just want you to think about it. Where are you in your healing journey? And that also incorporate what you put in your body, healing process, eating right. And once you start the heal the healing process, you'll be surprised how you feel physically and emotionally. Your energy will increase. Your will to survive and be out and be around people will improve. Not overnight, but it will improve. So I'm going to leave you to think about this and share this with whoever you think might benefit from it. So as we wrap this up tonight, remember self-love, self-care with positive affirmation is feeding one mind, body, soul, and spirit. Remember, you are worthy of all good things that comes your way. And 
loving yourself every day, all day. My podcast drop every two weeks. You can follow me on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and YouTube. On Facebook, it's called Self Survivor Empower Life Coach Financial. On Instagram, it's Self Transition Life Coach. On YouTube, it's Self Survivor Empower Life Coach Financial. And a TikTok self care journey. Um, I just updated my website. I'm very excited and proud of it. Um, check it out. It's Survivor Empower Life Coach Financial .com. Um, a lot of new things there. Um, I'm also offering um a new service. It's called Therapeutic Conversation, and this is where. I invite people to come in a safe space to express themselves without judgment where you're able to vent to me. I'm not there to coach you. I'm there to validate your feelings and allow you to speak freely. And sometimes speaking to someone give you clarity to have that conversation with that loved one, that friend, that boss. Because it's not good to have a conversation when you're angry, upset, or very emotional. Because you don't express the real problem. You go around it. And people, you lose their attention. So, that's one thing to check out. So go to my website and check it out. And I'm looking forward to speaking to you next time. And check out my YouTube channel. That channel is going to be about self-advocate and self-preservation. We're going to talk about that because all of us, you don't have to be in a domestic violence situation to self-advocate for yourself in self-preservation. Those things are just a part of life existing. And some of us exist and don't think about those things. And therefore, we don't move forward in the direction we need to move. So, be blessed and see you around. Bye.